Are you tired of podcasts that don't talk about things? Well, here we are. Come listen to Waffles, Waffles and, and Mario talk, talk about things. things. Thank you for listening to the intro to Waffles and Mario talk, talk about, about things. things. Ha! <laughs> 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 and that's what they did. They were laughing at me nonstop. Like the paramedics were laughing. The guy who hit me was laughing. It was, <laughs> it was insane. I started laughing. It was infectious. I, <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Oh, it was insane. Welcome back, boys and girls and people of all ages and ethnicities and genders and whatever you want to call yourself to the Waffles and Modcast, the, the Waffles and Mario Talk About Movies podcast. That's right, we're here hitting you with all the podcasting news about the movies as we do every week. We have never talked about anything else apart from movies because this is it, the movie podcast. Yes. Now, Mario, you were telling me about your favorite movie of all time that hasn't come out yet that is going to be in the cinemas later this summer. <laughs> now, please go on about that very interesting subject that I'm very interested Thank you very much. And like, I, I can't help but notice a little bit of sarcasm in that one. But we just we can, let's get back on track real quick. So thank you so much, Waffles. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not being and sarcastic at all. This is my voice. Oh, that's so good to hear. And thank, again, welcome back to the um, Waffles and Modcast podcast, where we talk about all things movies, uh, as we always have done. So um, this this uh, this episode, um, we've both talked about this, me and uh, me and Waffles, and we've talked about how how much we want to talk about the films of 2020, because uh, obviously it's got it's been a great year so far for the film industry um it has yes yeah, we've had so many films come out on schedule uh exactly as planned and have not been hampered in any way shape or form not at all there has been nothing affecting the film industry at all in fact i'm watching a movie right now no way what are you watching i am currently watching waffles and mario the movie yes it's a private screening because of course we are a movie Yes, that's exactly. We are a very visual podcast, hence the name Waffles and Mario talk, um, Waffles and Modcast talk about films. So obviously, there's a visual element to it. Right now, I'm watching a security feed inside your house. I can see you, uh, in fact, nearly naked, sitting in, in by your desk. Um, I can see that oh, yes. you, you you don't think anyone can can see you. Now, I can see you right now, actively searching for the security camera. You're not going to find it, buddy. Give it a rest. I will find it one day. You just give me time. Ah, oh, you do. You, uh, I love this part of the film <laughs> ah, so let's talk about films from 2020 so we've got a lot of great uh, classic remakes and sequels coming back and that's about it and as you know from this podcast we love remakes and sequels if you have an original idea get out of here we don't want to know you no. we like safety and security we don't like being challenged with any new ideas or anything at all in fact I think we should just take the scripts from old movies and reenact them line for line in fact should we do that right now yes yes please do C come come with me if you, if you want to live uh i'm the cook ah well, uh, yeah play play it again johnny uh frankly my dear i don't give a fuck uh, uh out of all the gin joints uh, in, uh, in all the world she, she had to uh, this one Yes. Ah, <laughs> what a classic list of film quotes that we all know and love. For some of my favorite films of all time. And talking about my favorite films of all time, let's go to a number one pick, A Quiet Place Part 2, uh, which is, of course, coming out very soon. Um, now, did you enjoy A Quiet Place Part 1, Waffles? Oh, I, uh, that is a film that I've definitely seen, yes, and I loved it immensely. I really liked it when everything was really loud, and then they were like, hey, let's get out of this loud place and go to a place that isn't so loud yes 
I remember the thinking that um, when uh, when when you see when I was younger, my parents always told me to go to my quiet place, um, and so w- when I heard that there was a film coming out that fit that exact profile, I was like, perfect. Here is a film that has been made for me. Uh, so I was actually quite disappointed in the first film then when there was dialogue. Uh, and there was lots of sound. In fact, it's quite a noisy film. Lots of monsters growling and raving. It's It was actually quite a noisy film. Not at all like advertised. No. In fact, uh, all the advertisements that I seen were very, very quiet. It was just people whispering into my ear. Mm. You should go and see The Quiet Place. Mm. And I was like... You know what, man, if anybody's quiet, it's me, Quiet McGee over here. And uh, yeah, so I thought this is a film made for me. In fact, John Kaczynski, he he called me up specifically and was like, hey, you're the most quiet person that I know. I'm going to make a film about your life. And I'm like, wow, thank you. That means a lot. Now, excuse me while I just scream at the ocean for three hours straight. And he was like, this is good stuff. Do you mind if I write it down? Like, please, Jim from the office, uh, write right down my life yes now now that's actually a very good point there so um so in case anyone who doesn't know who john krasinski is john krasinski is a character in the office who was played by jim um and uh jim of course is one of my favorite actors in the show right up there with with dwight eisenhower who of course isn't who is uh, of course another character in the office indeed yes yes uh, so um this is of co- accurate yeah and it features um it also features uh jim's real life uh wife the Quiet Place features his real-life wife, Emily, uh, Mary Poppins, from the remake yes. Mary Poppins, um, who was who uh, who played Emily Blunt in the film. So, uh, so that's 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 fantastic cast lineup. Now, from what I understand, A Quiet Place Part Two is going to deliver on its name, and it is going to be two and a half hours of pure silence. From the leaks we've had so far, it's been a whole bunch of people asking, "Where is the sound? Is the sound supposed to be turned on?" I, I don't lip read that well. Uh, so it looks like A Quiet Place Part 2 will indeed be delivering on that promise and making A Quiet Place. In fact, do you want to run the trailer for the film? We'll put the trailer yeah. in the podcast. It's about, it's about 15 seconds long. Go and play. Wow. That's a film that I want to go see. Yeah, that was amazing. 15 seconds. Just, it's just 15 seconds, and it tells such a great visual story. It does. I'm so glad that A Quiet Place Part 2 is going to be, as promised, a quiet place. Yes. Now, um, let's let's move on to our next big hit that's coming out twenty twenty. No time to die, which is of course a new Alex Ryder film. It is, yes. But this one's Alex Ryder, and he's all grown up, and he's changed his name. This ah. time, he's Blalix Blider, and all the enemies don't know who he is because they're like, "Hmm, man, this Blalix Blider guy, I like him. He's a lot better than that Alex Ryder character from the first film." Now, of course, um, I believe you've seen a preview for the film. Is that right, Waffles? I have, yes. It's a very intense film. Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask. Is um, so does he? Does Bladex Blider at any point during the film does he have time to die, or like the film says, does he not have time to die? Well, no. In fact, the entire film, and this is going to be a spoiler alert, yeah, but sure. he's dying of cancer, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm going to die one day, but not now, because this is no time to die." Yeah, no, fair enough. <coughs> I remember. 
Are you all right? Are you, is it your time to die? I had something stuck in my throat that was uh, changing the pitch and temper of my voice. But yes, so the uh, new Blood Explider film, No Time to Die, is yeah. we of course pick up with uh, Blood Explider in his uh, usual lo- location of uh, Thailand. Uh, and, and so he's eating some delicious uh, Thai red curry in uh, thinking to myself, hmm, should I die now or should I die later? And then he looks at his clock and his clock just says, now is not the time to die. And he thinks, well, that's good. And then he goes back to eating a delicious Thai green curry. See, that's one thing I've been curious about is um, why it's called, why it's not an interactive Netflix film. Because it seems like the perfect premise. I would love it. You sit down, you're watching um, Bladex Blider in No Time to Die. And then the first thing he does is he eats some Thai food and then, and then two options come up, die or live. And you, and if you if you press die, the credits roll. He is dead. If you go to live, then he just keeps on living, and the film keeps playing out. But it's really boring. So of course, the only option yes. is to press die. Uh, so, um, so I'm personally quite excited to see No Time to Die. Uh, I, I'm really hoping that he finds the time he needs to, you know, to follow nature's course. Indeed, yes. I I, I think that it's uh, quite brave that they made it the first ever interactive film. But it's live action interaction, as in when you think it's time for Black Spider to die. Yeah. It's up to you to hunt him down in real life and kill him. And and of course he'll ask you when you when you're confronted uh, that is it the time to die? And then it's up to you as an audience member to say yes. Now is the time for you to die. So if you want to hunt down famous Hollywood actor Black Spider. And kill him. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you think it is his time to die, yeah. now is the time for you to act and and go to him and say, now, you know, it's it's death time for you, buddy. And and he'll look at his watch and you'll be like, ah, you know what? It is. It is my time to die. Yes. And yeah. So so it's not so much a film than a mission should should you choose to do it. Yes. And I like that. And that's um, verbatim from the film, from what I understand. So... Uh, this yes. is your mission. Should you choose to do it, very unco- very it, it unsure, is. very unsure. It's it's just Black Spider looking at the screen, looking at us, watching. Like, is somebody gonna kill me? I don't know. Is it you? And then he points at the camera, and then the film's over. That's uh, actually it's one thing I've always missed from the James from the uh, from the Bames John John films, the Bames John yes. films. Um, I've always missed when whenever whenever. Uh, the person who I haven't seen many James Bond films that when when the person who's in charge slides him a file and says this is your mission should you choose to accept it I've always wanted to see a film where where Bames just goes ah thanks nah I'm good and just walks out of the office and we just follow him go home he makes some ramen for dinner and he sits back and he watches he watches an episode of The Office starring John Krasinski, played by Jim. Yep. And and he and he just has a good day. And no one dies. There's no stakes. He just enjoys a nice home 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 day for for Bames John. I mean, I would watch that movie. I would watch that movie too. And talking about movies that we would watch, maybe now is a great time to talk about a a, a favorite adaptation of both uh, me and your favorite book, Artemis Fowl. Um, there's now a Disney adaptation uh- that's coming out this year. And um, it looks very good. It looks like they, they, like I was hoping, they don't follow the source material at all. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Uh, Artemis Fowl. I'm glad that they don't follow the source material. I've never heard of it. No, there's, they're not making a movie. It's a beloved childhood franchise of mine, and it's not going to be tainted by a film at all. Oh, I'm sorry, what? There's no, no? You can only hide, huh? stick hmm? your head up your ass for so long. The new Artemis Fowl film looks amazing. In fact, no, I was... No, they're, they're never making a film. I, I was 
Burned On, Eragon, and Alex Ryder, both um, books that I loved as a kid and both terrible film adaptations. And so I'm refusing to believe that uh, Disney would haunt me with making an atrocious adaptation of one of uh, another one of my childhood beloved classics. Uh, so this film does not exist, and I refuse to acknowledge that it would exist at all. I don't know what you're talking about, Betrayal. It looks to me like Disney is doing nothing but a fantastic... Uh, and and completely necessary film adaptation of a book made for kids, I understand, but stripped away from all of its adult they're, they're, themes they're and making violence. A, they're making a film yeah, yeah, that yeah, just sure. so happens to, to be called Artemis Fowl, but it is in no way, shape or form associated with my beloved childhood franchise. And in fact, I believe that they somehow accidentally fluked upon the name... But from what I've seen of, of the film, it has nothing whatsoever to do. And so I refuse to believe in any way, shape or form that is associated with my beloved childhood franchise. <laughs> That's great, Waffles. But like, but you and I will be right there with a queue of, um, of ardent fans in the, in the audience watching this fantastic no. adaptation when it comes no, out. I refuse to give them my money for this. No. <laughs> I, I know. I will willingly give my money to Disney. Uh, for making no. a movie of my favourite child. I, I will Friend fly Jones. all the the way to Ireland and, and I, I will give my money to every Irish person that I see at, to not see this movie. I, I will go into the streets and be like, hey, have a, have a dollar, don't see Adam's Fowl. And, and the, all over the world, I will go and I will give billions of dollars, which, of course, naturally, this podcast being the most successful podcast on the planet, of course, we have yes. billions of dollars of, of disposable income. I will go to everybody in the world and give them the price of a ticket not to see this movie so that this movie bombs so hard and Disney loses all of their money yes. that they will, next time they think, should we adapt a beloved childhood franchise? No. The answer will be no. Make something original, you. I mean, no. Great job, Disney. Love your work. Keep going. I, I definitely love Disney. I definitely have a very fond, very happy relationship with the company that is Disney. Disney is the worst franchise on the planet. And if they want to pay me to, to say differently, they know where I am. But considering that I'm not being paid by Disney, they suck and they always shall suck and they will never make anything of value. Wow, that's or worth a little ever. that's a little graphic for our audience, my dear friend. And uh, before before you speak too harshly, let's roll our sponsor for this episode. Shh. Ha-ha! It's me, Mickey Mouse, the, the Disney representative from the Disney Corporation. Yeah, bye, bye, Disney. Go see the latest Adam's Fell film. It's going to be great. Ha-ha! It's, it's me. Go Come to Disneyland and give me all of your money. Hi, Walt Disney. My name is, um, is Bellix Jones, and I'm here to say, G'day, can I buy a ticket to your latest film? You can. Ha-ha! If you're not a straight white male, you don't exist. Ha-ha! Ah. The, the film only is for straight white males. Ha-ha! Thank you. Disney doesn't believe in anything other than straight and white and masculine. Ha-ha! <laughs> Thank you, Disney. I love you. Ah, I hope not in a homosexual way. Ha-ha! <laughs> Maybe. I don't... I'm a closet. Bye. Goodbye. Ha-ha! Shh. Thank you to our sponsor um, for this episode. Now, Waffles, um, maybe we should move on away from, from our favorite franchise and go towards uh, something a bit more obscure. So this year, we're actually getting quite possibly the best documentary film to be released. 
Uh, and of uh, course, y- you know me, I love documentaries. Yes, I know you love documentaries, and that's why I know you're excited for Gr- uh, Godzilla vs Kong, uh, which is supposed to come out 2020. Yes, uh, as, as we all know, the uh, totally real creatures of Godzilla and Kong have been hyping this uh, boxing match for for quite mm. some time. Uh, and of course, I've got uh, front row tickets, as uh, you know, I love the sport of boxing and always will. In fact, uh, I'm not a pacifist at all, and violence is great. Everyone should do violence, but yes. don't because that would make us liable. Don't do violence, uh, except unless you're King Kong or and or Godzilla. Uh, in, in which case, do all of the violence uh, because uh, you Certainly know not the most controversial thing we've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> Indeed, it probably is. Uh, I wish we were getting it saying it, but no, we go on. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, unless you are Godzilla uh, or a you know a giant fire atomic fire breathing uh, reptile, or King Kong, a uh, mutated gigantic. Mm. Oh, is it a mutated? He's a he's a species of gigantic ape that is really really big. Um, then uh, yeah, you know, violence of course is is good. Yeah, uh, and I I can't wait for them to beat the crap out of each other in uh, what I'm sure will be a very uh, well well written and well acted uh, movie that isn't at all convoluted. I did I actually did an interview with uh, with uh, with Godzilla earlier earlier in the week just to sort of see how he felt about the film. So um, if you're happy waffles, I'd like to roll the interview I did with Godzilla over the film. Uh, please please do yes. Okay. Shh. Hi there, Godzilla. How are you doing? <laughs> That's great, Godzilla. Hey, look, I'm Mario from the podcast Waffles and Mario Talk About Film. Now, um, I understand that you've got a new film coming out this year, Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> That's great, Godzilla. So can I ask you, wh- wh- what part do you play in Godzilla vs. Kong? Are you Godzilla or are you Kong or are you a side character? <laughs> That's fantastic. Um... Now, Godzilla, I just want to check, because in, in the last film I saw you in, which was um, Godzilla King of Beasts, I believe, um, there's a scene where you where you were nuked by a guy, uh, you were nuked, and that sort of gave you more energy. Can I confirm, like, do, do you get sources of energy from anywhere else? Do you, like, eat a Mars bar or anything, or um, do you do protein after you lift? You know, what, what's, what's, your, what's your exercise routine there? Ah! Are you okay, Godzilla? Your voice has changed a bit since you first started this interview. <laughs> now, Godzilla, I know you're probably wanting me to move on and maybe jump back to um to the podcast, but I'm really enjoying torturing you over this. So let me just ask you a few more questions since you've got some time. So how long how long have you known Kong for? What's what's your relationship been like there? That's wow. That's I never knew you both went to college. Um, now, uh, of course, when it comes to Earth species, we don't really ha- have any lizards um, that you know really match your species. Could it, so could I? Do, if you if don't don't mind me getting a bit personal here, what is your background? Whereabouts have you come from? <coughs> you okay, Godzilla? <coughs> All right, that sounds like enough of that. I'm going to cut back to studio. Thank you so much, Godzilla, for your time. All right, now, um, that was fantastic. Hey, uh, Waffles, do you want to roll the interview you did with Kong? Uh, I, I would love to roll the interview that I did with Kong, yes. Okay, cool. Here we go. Uh, now, King Kong, um, your, your royal highness, uh, now, uh, how do you find time from ruling the Kong and, uh, you know, dynasty uh, to be in, in films? Well, you know, it's a very difficult subject to talk about. Being King Kong, living over on Skull Island. You know, being a king is a challenging prospect. You have a lot of responsibility heaped upon your shoulders. So, 
when when uh, when the studio came up to me and asked me if I would like to verse Godzilla in a one-on-one match, I thought I would do it for charity. Uh, it's very uh, very kind of you. Uh, now. You've, of course, been an actor for, for many years now and have often portrayed the, the same gigantic uh, monster. Do you feel that you've been typecast and would you like to break into more dramatic roles? Yes. Yes, I would. Um, I've been playing a giant go- rampaging gorilla for many, many years. Um, but I'm hoping to get more into the comedy scene, you know. Um, I've got a very comedic streak, as my mother likes to call it. And um, it, is, it is quite sad that I cannot explore that comedic at, um, at attribute uh, in other in other conventional ways, um, and obviously my proportional size makes it difficult for me to attend most auditions. True. Uh, do Do you feel that uh, because of your size, you've been ostracized by Hollywood? If I'm If I'm honest, yes. A lot of a lot of giant creatures in Hollywood are often very much typecast as the monsters they are born. So um, I know Godzilla, who we we are very good friends. We went to college together. Uh, we 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 talk a lot about our you know our early days and how we both wanted to break out of the acting game. Um, and it, it's hard to find work that isn't a giant screaming monster. It seems like Hollywood only likes to see the the monstrous side of our, of us, whereas I like to promote the uh, more charismatic side you know i do interviews i i I volunteer at a soup kitchen on weekends you know you don't see that side in hollywood have you ever thought about writing your own film or commissioning a film to be written where you could uh, express some of your more comedic dramatic uh, elements uh have you is this something you've thought about funding yourself i I have um, given my hand at writing in fact my new book is coming out very soon uh the book of course is titled it's a Kong way home. And of course, it's about my story from, from a giant baby ape to a giant giant ape on a gorilla on, in, in, on screen. You know, it's been quite the journey. Um, I featured in many, many adaptations. And it shows my struggle growing up as a, you know, um, without my father in the house. It was, it was just me and my mother, who, um, my, her, her royal majesty, who raised me. Absolutely fascinating. Um, now, of course, you are the only giant ape that has ever been cast mm. in films. But, of course, as I understand it, you're quite a part of quite a uh, diverse species. Uh, <gasps> would you like to see more giant apes getting into film? Oh, yes, I'm hoping to serve as a, as a, um, as a first, as a first uh, uh, what's the word, uh, you know, a... A flagship, I guess, for the for the giant ape community. Uh, I want to see more films being made with giant apes that don't just feature them as giant rampaging monsters, but features them, you know, doing accounting maybe, or or as as a responsible father. You know, I've I've got three wonderful kids back home. I look after them and I I cherish them. And I think the stereotype of a giant rampaging ape is going to affect their personal image growing up. So. I, I I would like I would like to uh, see more films. Uh, I'd like to see more giant apes joining the film industry, and I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see apes being treated with more respect in the future. Uh, very very good. Thank you for uh, taking the time out of what I'm sure is your busy schedule to talk. Oh, no to us worries now. at all. Waffles, um, I love your podcast. <gasps> thank you. Now, uh, just before we leave, is there anything you would like to say? Now, free reign um, to to our quite significant and large audience who is full of beautiful, intelligent, and wonderful people who <gasps> uh, should definitely uh, like and review the podcast <laughs> and. Uh, tell their friends and uh yeah yes i would like to say um don't be afraid to be who you are i am i am king kong from uh from king kong back in 1940 or something 1950 and i've, I've come a long way since then I, I i went through a very depressing stage in my career you know i was drinking a lot and i was uh, climbing up a lot of very tall buildings but i'm past that now you know um 
I'm a, I'm a father. I've got three wonderful kids. I think I said two earlier. I just had one while we were on the podcast. Um, I, I, and, you know, I'm trying my best to be a better person. And if I can do it, you can do it. Anyone can do it. Thank you. Uh, very inspiring words from an inspiring figure. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. No, thank you. I will. Bye-bye. Wow. That's fantastic. I had no idea King Kong was such a lovable character. Uh, he, he was a delight to interview. I, I must recommend to anybody, if you ever do get the opportunity to, to interview King Kong, uh, I mean, it's quite rare and you have to uh, to wait a while uh, mm. before you can find time to schedule. But that, I, I must say, like that was only a snippet of the interview. We uh, he actually ended up talking for hours. He, he talked about life on, on Skull Island, uh, recipes that he likes to cook, uh, you, you know, his, his family life, his, his upcoming book, as you mentioned, uh, It Is a Kong Way Home, which yeah. I would recommend people go out and buy now. I've read it. It's fantastic. A real turd jerker in parts. Absolutely hilarious. It shows that he is a lot more than the giant rampaging ape that we do see on, on screen. Yes, um, and in fact, um, so we actually came up at the end of our episode here, but it's a good time to just say we do have a competition running um so you can get a free signed copy of it's a kong way home by king kong so um if you'd like to be going to the drawer for the competition all you need to do is listen back to this podcast and every time you see a red ferrari in the podcast uh give us the timestamp that you saw the ferrari and um take a screenshot of it and let us know because you can be in the draw to win a free signed copy of It's a Kong Way Home by King Kong. Yes, uh, so that once again, every time you see a red Ferrari, uh, take a screenshot, uh, send it into the podcast, and we will be randomly drawing a winner in uh, about a year, two years, whenever we get round to it. Eventually, we'll draw a winner, and we'll be sending you a signed copy of It's a Kong Way Home, the uh, autobiography autobiographical book written by of course king kong his majesty himself uh and uh, and signed by by the uh, lo- lovely fella uh so every time you see a red ferrari now there's quite a few yellow blue green ferraris mm. as well we don't want those we only specifically want the red ones uh so timestamp that uh send it into the podcast at www dot this is not a real competition please do not take this seriously at slash red ferrari slash waffles and mario talk about things slash podcast slash competition slash king kong it is a kong way home the autobiographical novel written by king kong signed as well slash red ferrari slash once again seriously this is not a real competition please do not do this uh slash actually we might actually do this as a competition if you do see a red ferrari in this podcast which i don't believe we have except for maybe if mario's put some in which i'm not quite sure whether he's going to do that or not dot com Yes, no, definitely. And, and again, that is a yellow Ferrari. So every time you see a yellow Ferrari, remember to take a screenshot. Yes. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for li- so, um, for tuning in to Waffles and Mario Talk About Film. Yes. Uh, of course, if you want to get in contact with us, tell us what your favorite film is coming up this year. That's Waffles underscore Mario on, on Twitter. Uh, and so we would love to hear your suggestions of films you would like us to talk about in future. Uh, what films have you seen? What films have you been watching? Uh, and uh, we might actually get around to talking about those. Uh, yeah. So thank you once again for listening. We love you all. Uh, if you could review the podcast, we would really appreciate that. Uh, and uh, Mario, you were going to say something really significant and important. Yes, I was just going to say, um, Waffles, you are a good boy. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, so thank you for listening to our show. We love you all. Uh, I've been Waffles. I've been Mario. And as we always say at the end of every episode... Uh, 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 uh.
Thank you so much for tuning in again. Um, and obviously, uh, let us know if you want us to talk more about film. Yes. Okay. I love you. Bye-bye. Love you too. Bye-bye. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Hello. I'm Dr. Discord, and I have one question for you. Are you evil? Do you find yourself secretly rooting for the bad guy? Do you find yourself suppressing a little chuckle when somebody else slips and falls? Do you find yourself secretly wishing for global domination? If you answered yes to any of these questions, check out Unnecessary Evil Podcast, where we discuss all things evil. From tips on how to write a better villain, to tips on how to be a better villain. I probably won't even leave any booby traps this time. <laughs> Part of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce. Easy to listen.